and we're live let's do a little uh a little song get us going uh Welcome, everybody. It is episode 14, and we've still got an echo. Um, Gonzalo, if you could take your phone and just like chuck it across the room, um, that way the sound won't feed back and like turn the volume all the way down. Um, here, I'll pull you up on stage. I'm just sharing the YouTube video. I put it in the comments. I'm going to just tweet that out now to live now. Do a little paste, a little tweet, send. You know what? Guys, I'm going to put this in threads too, right? <laughs> Might as well uh, put it in the new app. Um, so, yeah, 2160, what's happening, man? Nothing much, man. It's a beautiful, beautiful Friday. The sun is shining in California, and I'm uh, about to go on a road trip to with my family to go visit my my grandmother. Uh, for a birthday so excited to do the show listen to a couple of cool projects and then hit the road nice man that's always good uh we had a, a big family weekend last week um it was it was long we camped in the in-laws backyard and drank a lot of tequila and uh beer and it was exhausting but it was fun kids had fun so it was good <laughs> gonzalo nice to meet you man Nice to meet you too, guys. I'm not sure where should I be speaking right now, so StreamYard or the Twitter space? Yeah, StreamYard's perfect. That'll feed into the Twitter spaces as well. So, um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. For sure. Perfect. So anyone that's on, uh, if you could like, share, retweet, follow. Uh, still get little, uh little feedback. I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. So, yeah, we do have another guest coming, Groovies, as well. Um, and if they don't come, I will just go to their Twitter and we will uh, just do it on our own. Um, so we can uh, we can go ahead and get started. Gonzalo, if you want to just tell us about how you got into Web3 to start personally, uh, tell us about your journey, um, maybe a little bit about what you did before Web3. And, um, yeah, just give us a run down on that. Perfect. First of all, I gotta say I appreciate you guys for having us today. And the uh, red guy piece that Rick twenty one sixty has in the back is fire. You need to step it up, burn. <laughs> Absolutely. Hold on. Uh. Oh no, we lost Gonzalo. Where did he go? Oh man, uh, let me bring him back. Sorry, lost you there for a minute. Oh good. So basically, I, I went to UCSB and uh, mine's better. I have a <laughs> cool, cool, better. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So, yeah, basically, I went to UCSB and I'm one of those people that is grateful for the COVID and pandemic uh, thing that happened because that made me um, fall in love with the stock market. I, uh, since we, I didn't have to go to school, um, I started listening to some 
crazy guy on, on YouTube live every morning, uh, going live like six in the morning to 1 p.m. on uh, talking about the stock market. And then the GameStop situation happened and I kind of disliked that whole situation. So discovered Dodge because of TikTok and that made me fall in love with crypto. And then a friend from the US talk, uh, told me to buy some uh, some cons online. Uh, those were the Rumble cons. I paid to earn a basketball game that I don't know if it's out yet, but um I, I bought three of those not knowing what i was doing and that made me fall in love with nfts and here i am now working for alpatrend and, and discovering new ways to help the market grow and and bring more people nice man um so that that's kind of when i wish i would have gotten into nfts was around that GameStop time i was in stocks um just eating into options and stuff like that I did all right. I mean, I, I think I like broke even. I didn't get crushed, but um, I kept going too long. I started copy trading Kathy Wood. So I'd like, I'd get her emails every night and I was like, oh, I'm going to get what she gets. Like, and that's uh, obviously a horrible strategy because if somebody already bought it, like you're too late. So um, yeah, kind of dumb. And then obviously she rode that tech wave for a while, but uh, it didn't keep going, right? Tech just completely crashed and, uh, and it, it didn't really work out that, that great. So I, w I really wish I would have gotten into NFTs at the time because uh, I'd be a lot more wealthy now if I did. That's all right. It still worked out. <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, tell us about Alpha Trend. So it's a, it's a company from Chicago. It's a, a big team of, of finance people, uh, engineers, uh, developers. And we basically have an um, online tool and analytics, right? Uh, that you can check the stock market, the NFT, and the crypto market. So there's three of them. Uh, yeah, if you can go to products right there, you can see that we offer the three of them. And basically, we're now, um, we see this issue in the, in the NFT market that you guys probably see too, that there's no new people coming in, right? It's hard to onboard new people. It's basically us trading back and forward all the time. And, and we see a potential market and that's why we uh, have this partnership with the NEOs, which are athletic programs in the universities. And we have um, a partnership with Oklahoma State, uh, USC and Kentucky and so far. So that's the three that we can announce so far. And we are trying to onboard students into Web3. We see them as a potential people that are able to understand the market and and adapt to this new technology, which is not that easy to do, right? We try to get uh, our parents or grandparents to join this and it's probably very hard, right? Um, and yeah, so we're basically uh, helping them onboard the, um, to the Web3 market. Interesting. So how do you help those students on board? Are you like providing classes or something like that to the universities? Yeah, so with like ambassadors, uh, we have uh, provided like educational content uh, in Twitter and, and in campus, right? There's summer over there uh, right now, so there's not much uh, campus educational content happening. Um, but basically, we're going to have attorneys setting up the, the, the sale mechanics to, to onboard them, which is credit card and debit card. The cards will be on Polygon. And that way, it's like, I don't know if you guys remember the Donald Trump um collection that you you use your credit card and then you got your your card so you're not even you don't even know if you got an nft uh yep. you not having participated yet. yeah i remember that um 
Yeah, that's so it's it's like onboarding people without them having to uh, learn how to create a wallet and do a you know do an on ramp and all that. That's good. Yeah. So that, that's our mission, and we haven't seen that much hype on the on the Twitters yet, but um, we're we'll be building slow, and, and we'll see that. Uh, hopefully, eventually, people are gonna be attracted to the idea, right? Because NFT people always complain. Hey, there's new people, no new people joining and stuff, but like they keep minting these these random projects. <laughs> I do too. I'm uh, I'm guilty of that, right? I'm, I'm I stay on on this tool on this mint platform, minting whatever <laughs> whatever I see. Yeah, there's not a there's not a ton of uh, great things to mint right now, and I think a lot of people are hesitant to mint. Um, just when you look at the the market action in general, right? So whether you blame Blur or not, right? There's there's people incentivized to just buy and sell and buy and sell and buy and sell, and over time, that's just going to push the prices down. So my theory is there's a lot of money sitting on the sidelines just waiting for the whole blur to resolve itself and i think that resolution probably looks like um they do their next airdrop and the token price just crashes so people realize you know it's probably not a great idea to um you know exert all that eth and gas uh farming blur so that's my guess as to what happens and i think that you know, there's other dynamics. There's market dynamics. We're in a bear market altogether, especially for NFTs. Things feel dead right now. Um, but I think that, you know, a resolution with Blur will help and more people will, you know, start investing again. Yeah, I definitely see. A, a so potential. it'll be interesting to see how that pays out, plays out. But um, so what we're trying to do is. Yeah, I think you're breaking up a little bit. Uh, can you hear me well now? Yeah, I can hear you good now. So yeah, so so we when we launched the OK State um, collection, basically it's going to be just for university students, right? And for for people in their community that have like. So basically, students are going to have pre-sale automatically, right? And 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 Alpha Train is doing a campus pass that which will let Web three people um, mint the campus pass, right? And participate in any university collection they they want, right? And it's going to be college sports uh, related, right? So it's going to be athletes in the in the college in the in in football, basketball, baseball, depending on the collection, right? And the college board is a huge business, so we we see that it, it might make sense in the space. Uh, we see Solver doing great, right? Uh, I, I definitely see an opportunity if, if it's done well, right? So hopefully the market uh, reacts well to it, like the idea, right, that this campus pass is going to give you access. Maybe, I don't know what school you guys went to, but USC is, is great. Like Kentucky is a great school. Oklahoma State also a great school, so we have many more that are coming um so hopefully we, we 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 get a good reaction from the market nice man if you do one for michigan state basketball i'll be all over it um and even football you too. but you know they got to improve a little bit. Um, <laughs> basketball for sure i mean that that'd be really cool so are you guys like 
are are the players receiving royalties on these or how does that work when you're using their image and likeness to make cards exactly that's that's uh great for the athlete as well right the royalties from the athlete's card right if i'm the football player from if i'm the football player from osu i will be collecting those royalties traded on my card right so this is a, as a huge support for the athlete as well right that that this technology is going to help them a lot right and these athletic programs as well nice man yeah that's cool i like it so essentially the plan is to just onboard as many universities as you can and kind of grow it that way um so each drop will be a campus pass for that university so you know when when people see their school they would get that or does it cover everything so we uh, we haven't decided on the date that we'll be launching, but it's probably going to be around um, next month, hopefully when the market is more alive. Um, and yeah, you you basically meet your campus pass and you're going to have to either burn it or, or we'll see how, depending on the supply, how the mechanics will be. But it will be essentially your pre-sale for the, for the university you want, right? So it's not going to, probably not going to work for all the, the, the universities forever, but Right, one will give you a pre-sale for for the school you want, or or you you might collect four, and then you burn one for one collection, and we'll we'll see how the mechanics will be depending on the supply, but basically gonna give you pre-sale to to the collection of the university you you want. Nice, that's interesting. Twenty one sixty, welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, you're good. Don't try to do a stream when you have a VPN on. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> It screws everything up. Oh, um, someone's on roll bit. <laughs> yeah, they, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, so I I got a little bit about what you were talking about. I was curious uh, to piggyback off of Burns' question: um, Is the royalties for the players is that built into the smart contracts and how everything is going to happen, or do they get paid like on the back end after after some amount of time? To be completely honest, I think it's going to be some more of a backend. But yeah, the idea is that they will collect royalties from their from their card, right? Not from the entire collection. So it's it's going to be like if that specific player his card sold hundred times, then yeah, he collects his card's royalty, right? Not the entire collection. So it's it, it depending on on the player. Yeah, I think this is really cool. I mean, I'm not really big into college sports. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, my best friend is huge into into college football. Uh, so this might be something that I could send his way. Um, I, I stick to, you know, professional football and that's basically about it. Um, but I think it's really cool that, you know, players at these campuses can earn royalties off of their likeness. Um, and I think it's a it's a cool project to be offering up. Um, I did hear you make the comment that you're trying to wait uh, and time the market for, you know, NFTs to be more alive. Um, I think that's hard to do for any product founder. Um, so at some point you kind of just gotta gotta stick a flag in the sand and be like, this is when we're gonna go forward and then and then try to move on and be successful um, and carve your lane no matter what the NFT market is doing at, at that time. True, true. I'm more so about soccer guy too. Uh, soccer? Nice. I like yeah. uh, I like the Chivas in Mexico. Um, that's nice. my team because my, my father-in-law, he's, that's his team. He's from Mexico. And so, yeah, oh. he's, that, that's the soccer I watch. 
But yeah, uh, I mean, I'm all okay. So Premier League. Oh, the pre- oh, okay. So you like the a good good soccer, right? <laughs> the best. But yeah, but still, the college sport business is, is just huge, man. A lot. They they actually make more money than the Premier League. It's crazy enough, man. Yeah, college sports is. Uh, I'm a I'm college sports. So I'm the opposite of 2160. I watch the Detroit Lions every year for like three games, and I get pissed off and stop watching them. Um, but um, yeah, I'm all college sports for the most part. That's. Uh, I, I mean, it's that's what I'm really into. Michigan State, and uh, and then I root against Michigan every game. So I watch their games just to hope that they lose to whoever they're playing against. Um, because they're all so arrogant, but um, even though we beat them all the time. Um, but, yeah, so let's say I mint the campus pass, and then you guys do a Michigan State collection. I'm like, cool, I want that. Uh, I burn the pass or whatever the mechanics are. Does that mean I get, like, a player from each card, or is it like you rip a pack and, you know, there's different rarities and things like that? What does that look like? Yeah, it's going to be a pack opening experience. So you're going to have access okay. to, to that sale. It's not like it's not gonna be like a free mint or or anything. You're just gonna get access to that cell that only the students have, right? Okay. So each card, like, so let's say, um, let's say you've got each player is gonna have different cards, or is it like one card per player? What does that look like? We we we're working on it because it's, it's I don't know if you you. You know, but it's hard to get these permissions and like image rights, right? So they they don't. It's hard to deal with. It, but we we definitely want to do it as as more like as NFT as possible, right? Like collection have all different traits and all that. So we don't want to put one image. But we we definitely that's something that we're working on, right? Having different uh, uh, varieties of 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 one athlete, right? Like ten different pictures of the same athlete, right? Not the same picture for one. Yeah, and having like one of ones, I think that's really important to have that gambling mm-hmm. experience. Because exactly. I mean, I used to buy a lot of sports cards, um, and it, I did it just because I like to gamble, right? I like to rip a pack open and and try to get something good, um, exactly. which I very rarely did. It. But I think that gambling um, feeling is is very very important. Yeah, I agree. Nice man. Um, so, what is the mint price? So cheapest pack is gonna be uh, for this for the one that we're we're working on right now, which is the OK State, which will be live soon. Uh, the OK State, Oklahoma uh, State University. Uh, the cheapest pack is gonna be hundred twenty and includes three players, right? So that's three cards in in that pack, and you can also buy them individually, right? So the, the students can also like choose the the their friend or or the the, the the same athlete can choose their own card by just selecting it, but it has like a premium. So it's like $50 for, for selecting the card you want. Okay. So 40 bucks a card. If you buy them pack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think this is, I think it's an interesting concept because you're going right to the source of like the fan base. Right. So um, when I think about, you know, I was around for like top shot, uh, and even though I'm not really a huge basketball fan, um, I kind of played around with the mechanism. And, you know, coll- anybody who's got the collecting bug, you can find a reason to collect something. Um, and kind of the UI and the pack opening experience and the gambling, that's all part of, like, uh, the reason that people stay in projects like this. Um, 
but to actually like go to the university which i mean when i went to college like that's where your most fanatical fans are at right and so not only are you producing a product right at the source of where the most demand is going to be but then you're also imparting kind of this web3 and nft technology to a um subset of like the youth that kind of embraces new technology which I think you should get a really like warm reception um, if you have people on campus that are actually pushing these things, um, you know, around the the events and stuff like that. So I think it's a really cool concept. Um, I I don't know that it would be particularly for me, but I can see where uh, you know the the fan base uh, of the people actually going to those schools um, could really really like get behind something like this. Exactly. The the community over there, they're they're huge, right? Like people that go to the football games in Oklahoma, it's like a lot of people that support this. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you. We're trying yeah. to get this Brian. This Brian, he went to OSU, right? And he's huge in the NFT space. And we got to talk to him, but he's busy in his personal corner uh, project that he's doing. Uh, so he might collab with us in the future. But for now, he said like he's he's very busy. Who was that? Sorry, I missed it. Des Bryant, do you know that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, Des Bryant, yeah. Yeah, so he went oh, yeah. to OSU, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool if you had, like, a special edition Des card. Exactly. Sure. We're, we're trying to get him for the for the next collection because uh, he's, like, very busy with his uh, project that he's working on. Nice, man. Um yeah, I think that would be really impactful. It's always good to get a big name behind it, especially someone who's like yeah. really associated with it and has a reason to share it. Um, cool. I don't think I have any other questions. 2160? Yeah, no, no. I don't have any questions. I, I do wish you the best of luck. I think it's definitely a unique take on, um, you know, being right at a fan base of a sporting uh, organization um and if you do it right if it's got a great ui and got a great mechanic um i think it's a great way to introduce you know nft and web3 technology to you know people of that age range so yeah wish you the best of luck man i appreciate you guys thank we you for having us you, we gotta rate the project go for it um, <laughs> so <laughs> you want to go first 2160 or you want me to um i'll go first so for me i think that it's a great concept i would like to see it kind of uh executed what the ui looks like understand you know minting mechanics a little bit more um to be able to really give you like a true uh score um for me right now it looks promising and for something that looks promising just because i like to play with the idea of like if you can get these you know, even if you could just get 20% of the fans on that campus and like their parents and stuff like that to get involved, that's a huge marketing base, right? So like, I'm going to give it a solid seven uh, and I'm going to wish you the best of luck. And I hope that you get like every college uh, in the country to sign up for something like this, because not only is it great for the players um, getting to make some revenue off of their, their likeness and, and their unique abilities, um, but I think it's great for Web3 to really focus in on university age age um, 
you know, people and, and kind of on board. That. So yeah, solid set. Appreciate you, Rick. It's a good rating. Um, so yeah, I agree. I, I think it's a really interesting project. It's um, as a college basketball fan, I like it. Um, it's something that I would want to mint if you had it for Michigan state. Um, I think you got a lot of work ahead of you, but the fact that you already got OK State and a couple others, um, I mean, that means you're making good progress and it shows uh, potential. Um, I think it's really important that you try to um, add some rarity in there, uh, make it a gambling experience for people. The more you can do that, the better. Um, and even if you could build in a game or something uh, like what So Rare does, if you're familiar with them. Um, have some sort of gamified experience. I think um, that's going to add a lot more potential as well. Um, my one reservation is the price, you know, paying uh, $40 or $50 a card. Um, that, that's a little steep. And here's why I think you have a chance to on-brand the masses, right? And if you do it right, you can on you can bring on a lot of people um, because the fact that they don't have to go in and onboard crypto and, uh, and create a, create a MetaMask wallet or whatever. Um, so I think, um, a lower price point could be really advantageous and just having basically an unlimited supply. Like you mint it out as the schools onboard, and then you go there and you just let the people collect what they want. So if you can combine that with a high level of rarity, that gambling experience and maybe gamify it and, and have a low price point. So if I'm at a football game and I'm like, I don't know, five, six beers in and you walk up to me and you're like, Hey man, you want some uh, collectibles or whatever? You have a booth and I walk by, I'm like, you're like 10 bucks for a pack. I'm like, Oh, fuck it, dude. I'll scan the code and boom, there we go. We're good. So this I think is the, where I need that statement that Farouk plays on the GM web three show, we do not support alcohol and gambling on nfts yeah we don't but i do personally i support alcohol and gambling um for myself because they're a couple of my favorite things so <laughs> i mean yeah you, you gamify it you lower that price point and you go for mass adoption rather than you know that really high price point where um you know at, at 40 bucks a card I, I think people will balk at that um, now, obviously, I'm not like I don't own a project. I'm not um, some sort of expert, but I, I think that that could really help you a lot, um, you know, to have a lower price point and focus on bringing on just a fuckload of people. Yeah, I, I agree with your guys' thoughts. I, I, I really felt like you guys got the, the mission and, and the idea and, and I appreciate your guys' input. Thanks, man. Yeah, so I'm going to rate you. I'm going to give you a 6.7. I mean, I really like it, too. I think you have massive potential with this, um, especially with the fact that you've already got universities onboarded. That gives you a selling point when you're trying to bring out more, right? You can say, hey, we got we got Oki State. They're on. Um, you know, give them a list, and that's going to help open doors for you. Um, so, yeah, I think it's good potential. It's a good rating, and I think there's a ton you can do with this. Um, and you can take my advice or not, but uh, you know, either way, I, I think it's it's a cool project. And as soon as you get Michigan State, let me know, dude, because I'm minting I'll even if you. it is a card. <laughs> Perfect. All right, cool. All right. Yeah, thanks Thank for coming on, man. And yeah, keep us updated on how things are going. Perfect. Do I leave this the stream and I connect to the Twitter space? I want to keep yeah, listening. Cool. 
Yeah, for sure, man. I, I can just remove you from the stage. All right, perfect. All right, thanks, thanks man. Have a good one. Enjoy Bye, Brazil. Appreciate See you, man. Thank you. All right. So, guys, next up we've got Groovies. It looks like we've got a no-show. So this is a first ever uh, 2160. We're just going to roast them, and they're not going to have any way to um, – share about their project we're just going to start looking through their stuff and uh we're going to do a little diy roast here oh they didn't show up they didn't show up man i i don't see them groovies are you in the audience you've got five seconds and we're going to roast you <laughs> man i was i was actually looking forward to this uh burn and i were talking earlier and we're we're somewhat of uh at least i'll i'll speak for myself i'll let burn uh you know you speak for me but uh i have always been kind of an eth maxi from the beginning um and it's really not because i don't believe that other chains can be successful or not um you know there's plenty of times when i'm scrolling through twitter as a photography collector and i see a piece and i'm like man i really wish i could miss mint that and it's like on tez or something like that and so uh, it's just because I don't have the time to follow along on the other chains and and be able to deep dive into it. And so I was actually really looking forward to this conversation because maybe he could give me kind of the reason. I know that Soul has been going up recently as an investment, um, as a as an altcoin in, in its own right. But um, and I also have kind of this negative feeling because I've been around for so long that you know. There's a lot of scams on ETH, but you know some of these chains were just like almost 95% scams. Uh, you know everything that was being created. I know that they've evolved since then, but because of that kind of initial reaction that I was seeing a lot of people getting scammed on side chains, um, that I never really joined uh, just to kind of protect myself. So uh, sad that they're not here to defend not only Soul but also their project. Uh, the art looks kind of cool. If you scroll down, I saw like a video uh, that they posted. Um, it's not really for me per se, uh, but it, it's definitely, uh, you know, could be interesting. Um, knowing nothing about the the mint mechanics, the price, or, you know, if they're bringing any kind of innovation to the soul chain. I can't really talk any further other than you know, just looking at their Twitter. Um, yeah. What, what do you have to say about it? Uh, so, yeah, I agree on soul. Like when I think of soul, I think um, a network that just crashes and doesn't work. Cause last year that was like, that was the th thing with soul. I mean, obviously D gods and Utes, they left soul. Uh, um, so it's, uh, I'm not I'm not a big fan of Soul. If I were to get into a secondary chain other than Ethereum, I'm an ETH Maxi. Um, I would go with Arbitrum uh, just because I listened to Sobi talk about it on the GN show. And um, I, I know that chain has a lot of potential uh, from a gaming perspective. So if I were to look at another chain, it would definitely be Arbitrum. Um, these guys, I mean, like, okay, art, community, rewards, marketing, I guess we'll just start going through this. Um, I mean, I think the art's all right. Um, it, it looks like a like a U, but a little different. Um, yeah, I can, discover I can see that. Wow, they got a whole, so, whole 
of artists working on the project. That's yeah, so people. it looks like... Okay, so they're going to share some stuff there. So it looks like there's probably a wide variety of art, which is cool. I mean, I like that if they've got um, just a, a roster of artists and everyone's making different stuff. Um, that's cool. I like variety for sure. And I think that really helps um, from a PFP perspective, identity perspective, right? People want something different. That's one reason why. Um I'm just going to shill wrecked guy. That's why wrecked guy is so good because there's a lot of variety in the traits. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a positive. Yeah, man. And I think that, you know, something like this website, although it seems very simplistic, it seems to be the vibe that is on soul. Um, you know, each chain has kind of its own mechanisms and kind of the way that they present their projects to, to that community. So, you know, I think, it, it has the potential to do well, um, you know, just given five seconds of looking at it. But I think, you know, Soul, just like ETH, uh, is experiencing, you know, while while ETH and Soul, the price of the token can go up and down, I think NFTs in general, especially PFPs, are, are kind of struggling right now, um, which I think is just... Um, temporary i i'm somebody who really thinks that digital identity is here to stay um and that as more and more people come to understand web3 and it's built into their everyday life in a way that they don't even realize they're using it um every video game has an avatar every uh thing that you do online has the ability to upload your face or upload some kind of image um so the idea of a profile picture that's not going away um, even if the language around it needs to change uh, for for wider adoption out of kind of the M NFT nomenclature of PFP. But, you know, people are going to want digital identities. So the digital identity movement is not over. PFPs will always be a thing. It just depends when you get in. I love my rec guy and I, I could rock a rec guy for the next 50 years as my digital identity. But new people coming in, they're probably going to be drawn to newer projects, right? And some will go back to the legacy stuff that has been introduced um, that kind of holds it, its own um, as new projects get developed. But a lot of people that come in are just going to go for the newest, shiniest thing um, or something that they can really identify with themselves. And so I never tell people that are developing a PFP project that it's not worth it. The PFP thing has been overdone. You can always carve out a niche and a community. It just depends on you know, how big a niche can you really carve out? How big of a uh, diehard community can you form? Um, you know, can you become rec guy and just have a bunch of DGENs that won't leave no matter if the price goes to zero or not? I don't know. That's up to you to to, to figure out. But yeah, these, these are okay art in my opinion. Um, don't know anything about else about the project. So oh, we'll really, find out. Can't really give it a rating. Yeah, don't worry. We're going to look a little more. Um, but I agree what you with what you said about PFPs. Like when I was new, I was just trying to find something that would run that I could get really cheap so I could build up a stack, right? So I think a lot of new entrants are going to do that. Unless you have people come in who already have, um, they've got pretty significant funds available. Those are the people I think you're going to see coming into the legacy uh, PFP projects to find the right, um, the right identity for themselves. 
Um, but I think with, you know, if there's a massive inflow of people, they're going to be just tearing up stuff like this, you know. And at some point, I, I agree, the market is going to flip. I don't know if it'll be a V-shaped recovery or not, but it'll, it'll be some project like this and people will um, they'll just be, eat it up and it'll absolutely rip. It's going to have, it's not if, but it, it's when and it's what project. Um, I wish I knew because then I could make myself really rich, but um, who knows, right? Yeah, I think um, every I think every cycle will have a a, a top tier project or a top ten project. You know, it's not always Yuga can't live forever as the number one. That's just not how things happen. Um, and while they'll always have historical relevance, right? Like punks will always have historical relevance. Um, it really is. Can you find the next community? Can you find the next project that is the, you know, board ape yacht club of that cycle or the Azuki's of that cycle? I know Azuki's are having problems right now, but like they'll, they'll come back from, from their issues, but it's like, that's what you're really looking for. And so you kind of, even though, you know, right now I'm not buying a lot of stuff in this market from an NFT perspective, because I think ETH will outperform if you just hold it. Um, it doesn't mean you turn a blind eye. You always have to be looking. So that's one of the things that I really love about this show is we bring a lot of projects on that are in their infancy or they're just getting ready to launch. Um, and it keeps at least me and you kind of informed about what the new projects are being built in the space, because it will be one of these newer projects that will really, you know, is adopted hard and could lead the next charge in into the bull run when the when the environment's right for nfts overall and pfps you know i think that one of the things we're seeing in this market is that pfps and the nft art market have just gotten you know wider and wider apart from from what's happening and that was always going to be the direction that kind of um this technology was heading what is good for pfps and communities built uh from an ip is not exactly what is going to thrive in an art kind of one of one market so i i think you're starting to see this this crack get r bigger um and i think that'll only continue uh and other things like sports and stuff like that will will carve out their own lanes as well um and so I think that you just have to kind of you may not be able to cover it all like we say that we're eth maxis because you know from my perspective i just don't have time to to dig into another chain but eventually you know the nft market even on eth is going to get so diverse that you kind of just have to pick the corners that you like like for example i know nothing about the board yacht club like gaming but you're like heavily like waiting for like the gaming perspective to really take off within NFT. That's just not something that that I have the time for, right? So it's like you're gonna have to pick a niche and then try to stay up to date in that niche uh, within probably a singular chain if you want to find kind of or have a shot at finding the next big thing um, when the when the bull returns. So um, yeah, I think for those reasons, I like being on the show as a host because you know we get to look at new and up and coming things uh, that can potentially shape the next uh, projects that are going to take off in a bull. I definitely agree. Yeah. Getting a, a first look at things uh, is definitely advantageous. And that's why this is the best show ever made. 
Um, <laughs> so make sure to always turn uh, tune in, guys. But I love I love your crazy confidence. Just like you think victory hoodies are the best trait, um, and you're wrong, and it's been proven multiple times. But you still can't let it go. I just love that kind of confidence from you. It, it, it's an it's insanity, but it's also a hallmark of burn, which I appreciate. Look, we're, we're going to disagree, but everybody knows victory is the best. So, um, you know, just for, just forget it. It's fine. Um, but to, to one of the points you made about finding the next Basie or AP uh, club, whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, Azuki, you don't even need to do that. You need to find, if you can find the next Goblin Town or the next checks and spot it early enough, and then know to sell, you know, get it, get enough where you can like, um, you can DCA out of the position. Um, I, I mean, you can make a shitload of money. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm holding some ETH and I'm waiting for hype. Even if it looks like absolute shit, because again, I'm a gambler and, and I want to go hard on it and take a, take a nice risk and see if I can cash out. We haven't had like, proper hype on anything in a long time. So I think the next time that happens, there's a lot of bored people. Um, I think something, I don't know what is going to absolutely uh, fucking rip. So that's kind of, kind of the play I'm doing. So you don't have to get that next blue chip. If there is such a thing, um, you just have to get the next hard runner and then you got to know to sell and take profits on it. And that's that's uh, the strategy I'm going for. Well, it's not a bad strategy. I think you might have missed a great opportunity when you know Azuki, Board Ape Yacht Club, and you know Meme Land all shit the bed in like a week. Like if I had ETH that I was willing to spend, I probably would have deployed the capital when things dropped so heavily. I would have uh, because yeah. there was you know twenty. 20% bounce from there already 20 30% bounce in a lot of projects. Um that would have been a great time if you're just if you're just looking to buy stuff and flip it for a profit. I don't know if I have it in me anymore to you know chase the FOMO um into projects that I really don't see innovation or I don't like the art. Um I did that for two and a half years and it just got to the point where it felt so much better to just invest in things that I actually truly believed in and kind of put, you know, blinders on or protected my capital. Um, because I used to try to mint everything. I used to try to grind for all of the allow lists and I used to try to flip oh, yeah. everything. Um, and you were there, Burn, you know, and it's just like at some point, like you need work life balance and you need hobby life balance. And I've got family and kids and so do you. And so like it's really hard uh, if you're not like just living in the space to kind of do that um, and, and, and do it well. Uh, so I definitely, my, my hats off to people that are still de degening like that. Um, my degening has basically come to bag holding, which is, you know, holding stuff and not letting it go uh, that I currently really, really believe in as well as continuing to, you know, be a photography collector, which I, I don't, I don't do as a source of, you know, a return on investment. I do it at more as, you know, I just like to collect that kind of stuff. Um, but who knows? Uh, it could just be being beaten down. Um, it could just be being beaten down 
after a you know a year to 18 months of a of a extended bear market and my strategy might change or my excitement level might change uh you know as we enter a bull market yeah for sure and i get what you're saying about grinding the allow list i remember doing that i'm in like all these discords just trying to talk or find a way to weasel into an allow list which i did quite a bit and you know it was these projects that would you know they they would double up or triple up within the first day and i sold them and took profits and um did good but that's an absolute grind um but what i'm thinking is because we haven't had nobody's grinding a lot of lists right now um nobody's <laughs> nobody gives a shit about any mints so what i'm looking for it is just that just did 40 million dollars like what's people that? do uh people do care but it's got to be the right FOMO, right? It's got to be the bigger projects. The smaller projects are hard right now because you're not minting something in this market and you think it's going to be a 3X or 4X unless you hit the one of ones that are in that collection and that's like playing the lottery, right? And so like if there's no guarantee of even being able to flip it for what you mint it for, which a lot of projects these days, like they can't even hold their mint price like a, a day after they launch, right? And so that's really challenging. Like I feel for the newer projects that are coming out because unless it's a free mint, uh, like rec guy, or it's a very, very low mint price. Um, you really are getting either incredible DGen gamblers or, you know, communities that really want to be interested in your project. But that's why you see projects having problems selling out, right? Like they can't mint out their larger supplies because the, the aspect of, you know, being profitable after mint is just not really there. Um, and so it yeah. does make a challenge. I agree, but I'm looking for that one. At some point, something new is going to come out. And I haven't, I don't remember the last time I saw any like hype on something new, but that's what I'm looking for. Something new, you know, maybe I catch it at like 0.3 or 0.2 or whatever. Um, but something that's running properly like you could see it with uh, the Pepe coin. Um, there was there was a ton of hype around that. And I got in and made a profit. I'm looking for something like that. With Goblin Town, you could see it. With checks, you could see it. Um, I just I just didn't get in because I'm dumb. But, I mean, it's a gamble. And don't get me wrong. I agree with the long-term investment. I'm talking about like a 1% of my portfolio investment, right? Everything else is locked up. I'm not touching it, but I do like to keep a small portion to uh, to just take these punts sometimes and not financial advice. But, you know, that's, that's what I like to do because I like to gamble and I'd like to catch one of these big ones. So, I mean, it's not a matter of if, it's when something new comes out. You know, I might pick the wrong thing. I might lose lose my investment, but I'm going to take a punt. It's just where you want to degen, right? Like we, you laughed earlier because you know that I'm on Rollbit. So like I'm I'm getting degen vibes like, you know, shorting and and longing like ETH and BTC and, and Pepe and other stuff like that. So, you know, just as a degen, it, it's where and how you want to get your fix and where your risk, you know, uh, where you want to put your risk, right? And so the NFT market for me is down, you know, pretty bad at the moment. And so... Um, it's a higher risk, uh, and I would rather be risky where there's liquidity. 
um, and you're not always guaranteed to get liquidity uh, in an NFT project after mint. So, um, but I think at the same time that puts me at risk for not getting into you know something that explodes. Um, you know, uh, you coming to me and being like, "Hey, you need to mint this," and I, and I fade it, and I'm like, "Burn, you're an idiot," and then you make like five ETH off of mint, and I I wasn't there, uh, which has like happened. Your turbo call out. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got really, really lucky with Turbo. I had I had known, you know, Rhett for a long time because I've just been in this space. And so one, I I've been I was already following him. Um, but only 50 people bought that that you know pre-mint to to that coin. And like I said, I I sold way too early. Some people said I I they can't believe that I held it to the point where it was at, but you know, in retrospect, taking 110,000 profit over 4 million profit, it, it hurts me at the end of the day. Um, but, you know, that was just me getting lucky, right? It was a good trade, dude. You got to take the profits. I mean, but I guess the lesson from that is always keep a moon bag, right? <laughs> like maybe maybe yeah, pull out 70% and let the rest ride. I knew I made a mistake because I sold and posted it in uh, the DGEN's Discord, and then literally 20 minutes later, OSF's like, "Yeah, I just, I just sunk like 50 ETH into Turbo," and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm an idiot." Um, anyways, that'll go down as one of the wins that like felt like a win, but also felt like a huge loss. It's just like when I sold my board ape, like, and all of my BAYC stuff, like before the launch of like Ape ApeCoin, like that was the the peak top of apes and like it felt good to be in the space for so long and to get a win of that size um but at the same time like it really felt shitty to like exit exit the community altogether and and like not have that at that top peak asset anymore right and so it's like all of these things come with a, a different range of emotion um but i think you um as we say like we're trying to find the next big win i think you only need like small wins to keep you alive like a lot of people say like the biggest thing in the space is just staying alive right like during this bear like don't get persuaded to just like forget your seed phrase and walk away um because it'll be the kind of worst decision you ever make because web3 technology is not going anywhere and these markets will just mature they're not they're not going extinct right so it's like in a bear, stay alive, make smart decisions, have little wins, take profit along the way. And you really only need a big win, like me selling my board ape for half a million or me selling turbo for 100k. Like you only need one of those like once a year, maybe. And and you should be able to continue to to make good money in the space if that is what you are here for. Um, you know, I joined particularly to make money, but I stayed for the community and the art and and the people that I've met along the way. Um, but you know, everybody still, you know, the underlying thing that that keeps this space going is is people want to make money as well. So small wins. It's like when you you're playing poker. Like I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Rounders, but it's like you know you only need one big bet an hour. You only need to win one big hand an hour um to make money at playing poker or or stay alive in a tournament and that really is how i look at like staying alive uh in nfts you only need kind of one big score a year uh and then you can just celebrate the small wins and always remember to take profit no matter what your emotions are behind it i agree man i mean that's that's how it's been um in my my experience here in my year and a half or so 
um i didn't have any massive wins but it was like five grand here 10 grand here 20 here you know and just being patient um but at the same time i do keep a little bit to just eat into shit and gamble um just because it's fun and and i like to do that yeah, but um, i think if looking at you, like you might not have like monetary huge wins, like yeah, 15,000 or 20,000. And you know, we're not like we talk about these numbers like they're they're nothing. It's like KBM talking about how like he 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 had to close a short for 200k the other day, uh, because the market just wasn't going his way. Like we have lost like touch with reality when we're talking about money, right? Like you say. Oh, 20k is not a big deal, but like that's literally somebody's yearly salary, um, yeah. or like multiple year salaries if you go into third world countries, right? And so, one, we kind of need to go out and touch some grass and get get in tune with reality. But I think your big wins is like your reputation and you becoming community managers in some of the biggest like projects in the space with some really, really smart people and the access that that has afforded you and the people that you get to surround yourself with, like those to me are, are huge, huge wins. Like that, that is where like, I might've got a monetary win, but like you've gotten like big wins in the space from, from a different direction. Yeah. I've got, I've managed to get some really good jobs working for who I believe are the best founders in the space. Um, obviously, you know, there's people like Frank who are awesome and, um, you know, you got Luca and those guys, but, um, working for OSF, Mando, Farouk, Loxley. Um, and I did that just by being one addicted to screens and just like all the time I'm on and just helping people, right. Um, just help people and don't ask for anything in return. Um, I, I think that's the best strategy anyone could have if you're looking to, to like get a job in this space. Um, but at the same time, I, I did I did raise my hand. Like I, I DM'd Ovi. I was like, hey, you need a mod? If you ever do, let me know. Um, you know, you, you do have to let people know, um, but never expect anything. Um, and just, you know, keep your head down and grind and spend your time and invest in the communities and the teams that you believe in. Um, working for these two teams, I'm gladly doing it. Um, and, and I love it because it's two uh, communities and projects that I believe in heavily. Obviously, most of you know that um, I'm a, I'm a relentless shiller. Um, but there's a reason behind that. Um, I, I show what I really believe in. So um, yeah, there you have it. I mean, yeah, and that's been a big win. And, and most of my wins come from those communities as well yeah man i think that you're absolutely right like you know ov mando Farouk, loxley uh you know they are incredible founders in the space and obviously um as we talked about earlier like me kind of paring down my bags not only was it for like tax reasons but you know i just wanted to back people that i really believe so my bags are definitely in you know wrecked guy osfr and and rook radio um, obviously, I'm a, a, a rug radio DAO council member um, because I want to contribute to that project. I really do think it's the juggernaut, um, you know, in in hiding in in Web three, and that you know I really believe that media is going to be at the forefront of pushing Web three technology forward, uh, and I want to be a part of that. And like you said, you just kind of have to 
find communities that you vibe with and find projects that you be truly believe in and you want to get behind and then you you volunteer and you you find ways to contribute um i can't work full-time in this space at the moment um but you know every waking moment that i'm not with my family or i'm not in my irl job i'm kind of in web3 trying to contribute uh you know in one way or the other um sometimes it's just being a degenerate community member or eating shit on rollbit other times it's you know trying to do stuff for rug radio uh and, and kind of move the needle so um all that to say i think there's a lot of different ways to get involved in the web3 space we're not going anywhere um, find a niche or a couple niches that you really, really like uh, and get involved and support people. Like you said, the biggest thing is supporting people. Um, you know, you you kind of get back from this space what you put into it. Um, you know, you shouldn't come in with any expectation, but if you put in hard work and you try to help people, I really do believe in karma. Um, and I've seen it time and time again in Web3, uh, you know, where where people that put in the hard work are the ones that really get rewarded. Um, and I also think if you're just here and you survive, like I said earlier, that uh, eventually you're going to bump into a couple wins, right? It'll happen if you're patient, uh, for sure. You just got to be patient and uh, and keep your eyes open. You don't need to spend every second on Twitter and in Discord. You just got to be patient, keep your eyes open, um, and get what makes sense. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, Groovies, I'm gonna rate them a three because they didn't show up. No, I'm just kidding. I we can't rate them. Um, I can't. I can't rate them at all. But what I will say is, Alpha Trend just bought a Corey Van Lu, uh Faces of Web Three to support, hey. uh, and they just posted that. So I want to give them a shout out. Thanks for thanks for doing that. And thanks for being on the show today. Uh, and best of luck with your project. Yeah, those CVLs are sick too. Um, I mean, that's my wife's. Um, I bought my wife one. It's the only NFT she owns. I've got like I don't know, ten or fifteen of them, I think. Um, and I've I've got the hoodie. I know you've got a hoodie too. You've got all the gold pipes, but um, that's one where like I just like the art, man. I, I like the art a lot, and it's. There's, I like there's the story. I think. I think, you know, Farouk and Corey and the Rug Radio team, they did such a good job with the rollout of, of that project um, that I really bought into, you know, it being, uh, you know, a generative PFP project that was pushed by an artist, um, you know, an artist that had been sold at like Sotheby's and Christie's and stuff like that. Uh, I, I dig the art. I do. I have like 20 or 30 of them. Um, and yeah, I've gone in hard on on the gold love puffs uh trying to quarter that market um but yeah i think they're great pfps and if you don't have one their price point is really really uh low so it's an easy way to join rug radio and uh get in the discord and and be a part of the community yeah and Farouk even said about the supply like it's a 20k supply he's like i don't care about the floor price it's about um having an identity for rug radio and having cool art like that's that's what it is so i don't give yeah, a fuck absolutely. I mean, I, I totally agree with them. Like people always said, like, where's the PFP? Where's the PFP for Rug Radio? And so they did it and they did it really, really well. And does it does the floor price have to go up for some people? That's the only way they're ever going to judge something. But I don't think so. I think Corey Van Lu as an artist, incredible. As his career continues, you can own a piece of his art for, you know, really cheap right now. You get to join Rug Radio, which is the future of media 
in Web3 uh, and, you know, globally, if if you believe in kind of the vision that all of us do. Um, and it's not all about the price. Uh, find one that looks like you, grab it for a good price and and kind of move on and and know that it was a way to have a PFP, have an identity for Rug Radio that isn't a rug because it's hard to kind of display that and rep a rug everywhere on Twitter or in social media. Um, and yeah, and come join along. Hell yeah, man. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I think that was a good show. You know, we had one, one guest with a cool, a cool project they're working on, you know, college sports. I love it. Um, and then we got to just like shoot the shit for a little bit, which we usually don't get to do, which is good. And everything that you and I say is like super smart. Um, (laughs) Just like we're geniuses, so uh, you guys in the audience are lucky. Uh, but no, I mean, that was a good show, and uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything else. How about you? Uh, no, I don't have anything else either. Um, yeah, I uh, I just got outbid on a dodgy dealer by point zero 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 one wait you're bidding those two Dude, yeah so that means you outbid me. so i i outbid you by point zero zero four two and then <laughs> somebody came and outbid me by point zero 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 one like how messed up is that bro all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in. Thanks for telling me because I'm gonna go and outbid you and that other dude by like point zero 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 one or something. Because no, you can't. Um, I need to four commas, bro, or or four 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 placements past the decimal. I might so, just bro. straight buy the floors and just so that way the person most likely to dump it on you just like like I get it because I need more um, little alpha dodgy dealer OSF editions season two. I don't know if it's alpha or not, but um, I, I'm getting more. So, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. I mean, smart money. Buy them. Nobody go buy them right now because I'm going to get them. So don't fuck me. <laughs> There's like 2160 over here outbidding me by. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, day, we'll see you next week. Play us out. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Here we go. Good show. Now I gotta go in and bid on Dodgy Dealers. Yeah, I'm lagging so bad. My internet is like. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with mine. I, the whole show, like, the video has been fine. I got a little bit better when I came back. I thought it was the VPN, but it wasn't.